Kelsa, listening to Chris and John on the Bad Beer Fun Podcast. That's the bottom line because Stone Cold said so. What's going on, fucks? Been a while, fucks. You're a fucks. You're fucks. You f- What's good in the neighborhood? You fucks. What's good in the neighbor fuck? Oh, you know, how are you doing? Yeah. Playing a lot of Zelda. <laughs> Not talking to people in person. <laughs> I mean, that's a pretty ideal situation. Yeah. Except for me, right I, now. I told you uh, before we started recording, this is the most I've spoken to anybody in the past week since we re- recorded our last episode. That can't be good. I mean, I like it. <laughs> a healthy brain it does not make. You should have ended that preposition with a sentence. Okay. You went that sentence properly. A healthy brain it does not make. Like, uh, it feels like it could have been, like, ended with a preposition, though. And I set it backwards on purpose, like a new pan of coat. What's that, Bruce? Exactly. What's happening, man? <laughs> What's going on, man? How are you? <laughs> uh. Well, Cassie. <laughs> Cassie. Instead of Connie, get oh, it? Oh, I get it. Yeah, okay. <laughs> Shut me up, John. <laughs> not to be conform with Nessie. The Loch Ness Monster. Not the not Haystacks or Staxy. I gotcha. The Kesty Plunge. The, the Kesty Plunge. Hell yeah, uh, man. Um, draft Kes, Kes Puns for Wrestlers. <laughs> uh... Fuck. I'll go first. Kess Thatcher. <laughs> Kess Briscoe. Fuck! <laughs> <laughs> um, Kessley Bro- Blake. <laughs> uh, Kessley Nielsen. Uh, it's not a wrestling. Oh, uh, it was a wrestling bun. Fuck! <laughs> you win this draft. <laughs> SummerSlam. Yeah. <laughs> I almost forgot for a second there. Uh, the thing I wanted to talk about today, though, since you won that draft handedly again, okay. two drafts in a row, you've just obliterated me. <laughs> one, my name. The other one was Weed Wrestlers. You'd think I'd have the edge in both of those, but apparently not. <laughs> no, no, he wouldn't pick Edge. He's not a weed guy. <coughs> no, I get it. Yeah, it was a, it was a good one. You're witty today. What's that? Your brain is functioning. It must be because you like talk out, to people. Saw, saw the sun. <laughs> I've seen the sun. I, I, uh. I've been on my porch and I've been outside and stuff. That's not the thing. I just haven't talked to anybody. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's like, it kind of feels like I'm, you're the last man on earth, but you can still get takeout. <laughs> it's like that show, The Last Man on Earth. That's what I mean. Like, I feel like I'm the last man on earth, but like takeout places still operate. Getting that kitty's chicken parm. Uh, it's been 20 years. Since St. Anger? Since the release of St. Anger. Yeah, I, I, I wished happy birthday to the goat yesterday. So, uh, but seeing a lot of like St. Anger praise, a lot of it. And I'm just like th- sitting there thinking to myself, I'm like, you fucking people, you fucking dickheads, you fucking worthless pieces of shit. That album sucks. I can't imagine that. Um, I feel like I'm on the forefront of this. Anyone that anyone that's praising Saint Anger yesterday is jumping on my bandwagon. 
it's just I don't get it. I don't see the appeal. It's a bad album. Bad music. Sounds bad. Everything about it is bad. Maybe that's why it's so good. No. It's not a double negative. Like it's not like it's not the fucking main event from Double or Nothing. It's it's not can't not. It's fucking What's with all the grammar jokes today? I don't know. It's all it's all my brain will do. <laughs> it's 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 two, not sixty nine squared equals four twenty. Two wrongs don't make a right. It can't sound bad and be bad and then be good because the badness cancels each other out. No. Well, it can do that. No, it can't. But it doesn't. This just so happens to be a ripping album. It's 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 a ripping fart, is what it is. Yeah, just watch him play frantic on on the internet live. I have I had the 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 uh cd that came with the them playing the whole album in their jam space oh i who could forget and it sucks it sucks and it blows mike well i mean this is also this is all robert was still getting his fucking footing bob raptor hero is innocent in all this he's innocent in all this yes you can't you can't put any of this on raptor hero he's happy to be there you know he was on some good aussie stuff so it's not his fault he just wanted to be in a band and make a lot of money. I don't, I don't fault him for any of this. Who would fault him for writing one of the great albums in it's, rock history? It's not, though. It's a bad album. It's um, a, it a piece of shit. Let's see. What's, um, what's like your favorite metal album? My favorite metal album? Like, give me, give me some sort of like criteria. That's as much criteria as I'm giving you. Then... Nevermore is Dreaming Beyond Black. Dreaming Beyond Black? Yeah. Okay. Let's see. Are you ad populatum this with the album sales? What are you talking about? Are you are you gonna add populum this? Like talk about album sales? I'm gonna Al Snow this, yes. <laughs> <laughs> You bet your sweet ass I am. Yeah, I figured when you were looking it up, I was like, you got to be looking up album sales. It was on Century Media Records, so it's probably it probably sold like 5,000 albums when it first released. It's probably sold like 50,000-ish. I feel like that's probably low. It doesn't say, though. I just meant for the first week. I, w- I would say 50,000 probably altogether. It doesn't say how long, how many it sold. They probably never tracked it. It's certainly less than the six million that Saint Anger sold. Yeah, I know that. That's not just just because. Hey, fucking eighty-one million people voted for Joe Biden. They're still stupid. Seventy-four million people voted for Trump. They're stupid. Yeah, depending on yeah, eighty-four million dead people voted for Joe Biden. That's no, they didn't. Eighty-one million alive people did though. Oh, so three million dead people. Dogs. Three million dead people. That would still make a Joe Biden the winner. So it doesn't matter. Based on the popular vote, snowballs one, two, and three. You know what's funny about Biden. all that though is that the only real instances of voter fraud that they found were all Trump voters, like people using like their dead mother's voter roll to vote for Trump, in addition to their vote. So those were like the only instances of voter fraud they they actually found. They were all Trump voters. Yeah, so they they, they would have got away with it if it weren't for those pesky uh laws laws and like also like bringing up that there was fraud 
Um, How many copies do you think Death Magnetic sold? Death Magnetic, I would probably say, because this is way past CDs being a thing. This is like digital media is starting to come into play. I'm going to say 5 million. No. Eight? No. Tell me. 2.1. That's That seems pretty low. That's that shows, one third of... That shows the uh, the drop-off in album sales, though. One yeah. third. Yeah. Because I don't think there were six million fewer Metallica fans. I think there were six million more people who stole it on the internets. Okay. Um... Or just got the album on the Guitar Hero game that they had. Like I Let's did. see. Come on. Metallica per album sales. Let's see. I why am I getting the good stuff? Has Black Album sold over a hundred million? It's gotta No, it doesn't look like it. Gotta be close. Ooh, it doesn't look like it's all that close. Uh. It's sold a lot more stateside than St. Anger has. 17.1 million copies in the U.S. That's more than... Just, just is fucking almost eight. That really... Black Album really is a pretty popular album, huh? Well, I mean, it still sells to this day. I mean, I've heard upwards of around like five to six six thousand album sales a week which is insane to think of an album 30 years ago still selling that because you, you got to think of like them beatles led zeppelin rolling stones they're probably all selling like a thousand albums at least a week you know so 17.1 for that 5.4 for load 4.4 for Reload, 3.3 for Garage Inc. S&M was 2.5. That's what I was trying to look up. This one says St. Anger was 2 million stateside. Yeah. Death Magnetic was 2.1. Oh, so Death Magnetic did better than St. Anger stateside. Sa- Wait, what's S&M 2? S&M 2? 2020 S&M 2? I don't remember this. Yeah. This says SNM two twenty twenty. Hold on. Is that is this is like a remaster? <laughs> like I don't remember them doing a second SNM. Yeah, there's a second SNM. Why what you can buy it on vinyl. How the fuck did we not know about this? How do we... It was just, it was the San Francisco too. The San Francisco's same symphony. Yeah, same symphony, different uh, conductor because he died before. R.I.P. That sucks. For whom the bell tolls, memory remains. They do No Leaf Clover again. Well, No Leaf Clover was like the song off that, so I'm not surprised. Uh, oh, they did Outlaw Tone. They did uh, some newer stuff on this. Unforgiven 3? See, like, I, I, I'm not an Unforgiven two or three guy the first one for the is a great song but they did like saint anger stuff what's on the did they do wherever i may roam on the original i don't, I don't remember them doing I that i do not remember anything from snm 
Really? Because we listened to it for like three days straight one day. Yeah, we <laughs> did. Yeah. I forgot about that. Yeah, when they switched it to what? Operation Mindcrime? No, because it was Operation Mindcrime, and then they switched to SM. I'm like, I could get behind that. Because then they had like Dream Theater in there, too. They were doing Images and Words. And then they switched to SM. I'm like, I like this sound guy's choice in music. And then it just stayed SM for two days straight. And we're just like, all right, switch to something else now, please. For the love of Christ. Yeah. Yeah, they do. They they have a pretty good uh, mix of stuff in here. Some stuff that they they redid, but uh, like they redid a lot of the songs. Like probably fifty percent are new songs, fifty percent are redone songs, which I don't get. They should have just done all new songs. <laughs> they did the Iron Foundry opus. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Uh, All Within My Hands. I don't remember that song. Interesting, though. I'll have to listen to this sometime, because uh, I'm shocked that this happened and I was not informed. Yeah, it's kind of fucked up, right? It was right? in 2020. Oh, it must have been recorded in 2019, then. I think it says it says on there. Yeah, October 9th, 2019. I was like, they, they couldn't have done this in 2020. <laughs> there was so little time. So now i got to listen to a crappy S&M on the way home. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I'm going to have to put it on while I'm playing some Zelda today. Because uh, that's, that's a try. We found something. That, thanks, St. Anger, for, for directing me to something that I might actually like. <laughs> but uh but uh you got anything any parting words for saint anger that you want to say no i like saint anger i've always liked saint anger you'll always be wrong that's not true Uh, The, the, the drafts speak for themselves i don't know if we talked about this but uh fucking superstar billy graham died few weeks ago did we not talk about it i feel I like we did we, i don't remember if we did or we didn't but i don't know we, I, f- I just feel like kung fu that. billy graham died <laughs> um so now we talked about it but what i wanted to bring up this week and just get your your uh unfettered response to is last last episode we talked a lot about belts and like the designs which design was better yeah. This time, I want to do a, a focus on one belt in particular and get your responses. Just, you know, we don't have to go long on this, but the hardcore title. The WWF hardcore title. The real one? The real one, yes. The one that Vince McMahon gave to Mick Foley? Yes. The one that they, is that, is that the, the Mr. Perfect one? No, so that's a different, like, it was just another belt. It wasn't the, the Mr. Perfect smashed one. Um, that one, I believe, is somewhere in the headquarters. But I just wanted to get your your reaction to just going through the history of it, just a, 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 a not a deep dive, a shallow dive into the uh, the title history. Okay. If you're if you're okay with this, I'm okay with this. Do you know who the longest reigning hardcore champion is? Crash Holly. No. Um. So he, he might have the cumulative longest reigns, but Rob Van Dam, the one, the singular longest title reign for the hardcore title. Not Rob Van Dam. Not Rob Van Dam. Road no. Dog. Nope. Was it the last hardcore champion? No, because the last hardcore champion was Rob Van Dam. Okay. 
he merged it with the European title, who he, and then he merged it with the Intercontinental title, and then Triple H beat him for the Intercontinental title and merged <laughs> it to the World Heavyweight title. <laughs> um, well, if I keep going, will I get it, do you think? Oh, yeah. Okay, so... Is it towards the middle or towards the end? Towards the beginning. Towards the beginning. Big boss man. There you go. <laughs> 97 days. Wow. Yeah. And uh, he had multiple reigns with it, too. So his first... This was before the 24-7. Yeah, the long okay. reigns are way before the 24-7 roll. He had a 15-day reign. He had, uh, let me find it, a 28-day reign. And then he had a 14-day reign and then a 97-day reign. <laughs> so I think even cumulatively, he held the title for the longest. Um, he also held the Intercontinental title. No, he did not. He Tag team champion. Are you sure he didn't have it during the Attitude Era? Because I'm almost positive that he did. No, Ken Shamrock had it during the Attitude Era. And he, and he had the hardcore title and they had tag titles together. Let's find out. Big Bossman was never IC champ. Are we positive here? I'm pretty positive about that one. I don't know for certain. I'm like 97% sure. I think you're right. Yeah. He beat Mr. Perfect in an Intercontinental title match. Yeah, but he didn't win the title. That's true. So it doesn't count. Uh, but yeah, so... You are correct. I don't know why I thought he had the, the little oval belt. Because that belt got around the the hardcore belt the oval belt and even the european belt for to a degree sluts yeah this is a slutty they, belt they got around those locker rooms. <laughs> <laughs> um xbox never held it either though so um i'm just trying to look at this so one of the longest reigns was <laughs> was road dog he won it on uh christmas oh no december 15th sorry but they didn't air the episode for till a week later so (laughs) his reign is either 61 days or 54 days (laughs) (laughs) um meaning road meaning bossman's either 15 days or 20 days or 21 22 days sorry my math is off there do you know how many reigns Bob Holly had, and he was he was in on it on the twenty four seven era too, yeah. Twenty four seven and before twenty four seven. Uh, Thirteen. One. One, huh? Because he changed his name to Hardcore Holly after the first one. Did you so you? <laughs> gotcha. <laughs> That's a, that, dirty. Yeah, it was very dirty. Um, do you know who had the second longest? Hardcore title reign. This one might be a little harder to get. The second longest. Because you wouldn't think of this guy having a, a belt for this long in WWF at the time. Viscera. No. Midian. You're on the right track, but no. Um, He's already been referenced on this podcast. He's a, today? Today. Oh, fuck me. Um, Les Thatcher? <laughs> <laughs> uh, Al Snow. There you go. Um, 91 days so we had it for three months I remember him having it but not for three months seems crazy him and Bossman were feuding over it for the entirety of both of those reigns 
uh, and uh, Hardcore Holly was in there too. But at the end of this feud, do you know who won it? Pepper. <laughs> no, Pepper bit it. <laughs> wow. Uh, the British Bulldog. So you're on the right track. <laughs> this is when he came back. And it's the SmackDown Game Boy. Yes, he won it on SmackDown Game Boy too. <laughs> Smuck dude. And and do you know how long he had it for? Six days. Zero days. He held, he lost it back to Al Snow. Oh. Same night. What is zero day reigns for this belt? Oh yeah, yeah. So, belt goes back and forth. Boss man's got it. Tess got it. Al Snow's got it. Blah 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 blah. Then, February twenty second, Nashville, Tennessee, SmackDown. The twenty four seven rule begins. What are your thoughts on this? What did it do for the title? Better or worse? I mean, it made this a disaster. Um, I, don't know, I remember being fun. I liked it. It was fun. Did it go on too long? Everything in WWE that's good goes on too long. See Bloodline. I agree with you on that. I was going to bring that up later because um, I watched. I watched SmackDown this. You past watched week. SmackDown Game Boy this week. I watched SmackDown Game Boy this week. <laughs> <laughs> I watched the episode is going to be SmackDown Game Boy. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah, Crash Holly beats Pete Gas for it and. The 24 7 I feel rule. like Crash Holly's the reason this all happened. Funny story about Crash Holly. Uh, at the 2000 King of the Ring, me and my cousin and a bunch of his friends went to the show. And uh, we were outside earlier. And Crash Holly, we see him getting out of his car in the parking garage. And he's like signing autographs for fans uh, behind the gate. And my cousin's like, oh, Crash Holly, you're so cool. I bleached my hair for you to, to look like you. He goes, really? Like, no. <laughs> Uh, and then I brought my WCW belt to that show, and people were like, "Oh, where'd you get that?" And I was like, "Oh, I stole it from Sid when he was champion." <laughs> <laughs> <clears throat> but anyway, I but I digress. <laughs> um, lots Godfather's hose win the hardcore title. Several, yeah, Gerald Briscoe, Patterson. Who you you probably know this? Do you know who held the hardcore title more than anybody? The most reigns is hardcore champ. Most recognized official reigns. So it wasn't Crash Holly. No. Um. It wasn't. I might not know this. Most recognized reigns. He held the record for most WWE championships throughout. Most recognized championships. Uh, until very recently where R-Truth overtook his record with the 24-7 title. But before R-Truth, it was this gentleman. So it was a gentleman. It was a man. Such a man. Is a job guy from that era then? Not, no. Mid-card? World champion. World champion. Yeah. <laughs> Technically. <laughs> Recognized as a world championship. WWF world champion? No. WCW world champion? ECW world champion? (laughs) ECW world champion sci-fi? ECW world champion ECW? ECW. ECW, ECW world champion. Okay. So Taz. Nope. No? You're, You're on the right track, though. Right, Right level of superstar at WWF. 
debuted to help him even. Was it Tommy Dreamer? No. Right Ra- track though. I'm not Raven. Raven. Raven has the most. Raven has the most hardcore title reigns with 26 recognized. At house shows, he lost it even more though. So he said the real because he would like start the house shows champion, uh, and then they'd have like these big brawls. I saw one of them, and like they'd, the title would go pass between like 10 people, and then like Raven would win it back and try to escape, and then someone would beat him for it again, and then Raven would beat him for it again, and then he'd leave and retain the title. So he'd lose it like seven or eight times a night. It was pretty fun. Like we saw this big hardcore title brawl. Uh, it was like Raven, Taz, like uh, Rhino, like all the hardcore guys uh, were involved in it. There were good times. It was a house show. Main event was Austin Rock and Undertaker versus Triple H, Rikishi, and Bulldog. I believe two of those things are not like the other. <laughs> I might I might be wrong about Bulldog. It might have been like Kane or something like that. Oh, Kane qualifies at least. But it was a it was a large it was a big main event. Um, but anyway, so yeah, the hardcore title eventually folds into the European title. Do you know? Do you remember uh, what happened with the hardcore title towards the end of its? I don't. I, I kind of. So Tommy Dreamer won it. Thomas. And they made the title. And Raven beat him back for it? No. So I, I don't remember who he beat. It. I think he might have beat Undertaker for it. This is after he drank the. Uh... The spit, yeah. Yeah. Um, but basically what happened was Undertaker was champion for a little while because he, then he became WWF champion. So didn't need that anymore. And uh, Tommy Dreamer had it. And he made, it was a Stone Cold Steve Austin smoking skull replica that they put a New Jersey license plate on. Oh, I did know that. And then uh, Bradshaw won it, and he took the license plate off, and he put like bullhorns on it, and the, the Texas state flag on it. And then RVD won it, so it just became the hardcore title again. <laughs> <laughs> was it the same belt the entire time? Except for those instances, yeah. Yeah, because yeah. it kept on like falling apart, and like, pieces were missing and stuff. Yeah, it, it must have been really hard to keep that thing intact. Yeah, yeah, definitely. That's why there's so much tape on <laughs> But uh, eventually they had to rip off the WWF tape and put the WWE tape on it. But yeah, that's our shallow dive into the hardcore title. Overall thoughts on, on the belt itself, uh, the, the time it had. Was I thought it, it was, was really... It, was it good for the product or bad for the product? I thought it was really stupid when it happened. But I think I look back on it fondly for some reason. You don't think uh, Mick Foley being handed the hardcore title was, like, awesome, though? I didn't. Oh, okay, because I thought it was awesome. No. I was like, they have a hardcore title, and it's, like, a broken winged eagle. Oh, I was like, that's to me, was, like, the coolest I thought thing. it was stupid that it was a defended title. I think I would like it more now. Like a million-dollar type of title for, for Mick Foley? I didn't even like it, like it then. It just looked like it was trash. That's the whole point, though. Yeah, yeah I know. It's the whole point. I just don't, <laughs> think I, I don't think I understood that. See, I understood it, and I loved it. The hardcore title for me was like, I liked it up until the 24-7 rule, and then it became sort of gimmicky. Like, it was fun, like, when they do the skits in the fun houses and stuff, but after a while, it became sort of a nuisance on the show. Like, unlike the 24-7 title, which was pretty much never, never anything but a nuisance. When it first started to happen, it seemed like it was going to be fun and exciting. Yeah, so I thought it was a good way to get, like, a hardcore match on every show. You know what I mean? And give like the undercard guys something to do that wasn't brawl for all. Yeah. So I thought it was until the twenty four seven rule a good thing to have. They should have had the brawl for all hardcore title. 
<laughs> nah. It's really just weapons <laughs> weapons fight. <laughs> it's not a court title match, but it's a shoot. <laughs> yeah. That'd be interesting. Uh person with the longest arms wins. So Reese is not gonna win. <laughs> He's got little dinosaur arms. Yeah, you never noticed that? He's got short arms. Huge man though. Maybe that's why he could never catch a break. Has he been on Impact anytime recently? Not since he asked Raven if they were reforming the flock. Because Raven's with MLW now, I think. Has he been on MLW anytime I, recently? I haven't watched any MLW. Too much wrestling. Um, yeah, I can't even watch any wrestling. I know. Which, which is understandable. Um, but I watched wrestling this past week because there was a new belt. I was like, oh, new belt's going to be on SmackDown. I will watch this. New belt on SmackDown Game Boy? New belt on SmackDown Game Boy. <sighs> Boy. So I watched the show. I did not like the show at all. Like, it was cool that they were highlighting the Roman Reigns packages that they were doing were awesome. They were, like, showing all the wrestlers and their, their title reigns that he had surpassed. And I was like, wow, this really builds up Roman as, like, a monster. Like, these are so well done. I was very impressed with those. But then, like, the actual show itself was pretty much, like, nothing. The best match was uh, L.A. Knight versus the dude from uh, Street Profits, who's married to Bianca. Montez Ford? Montez Ford, thank you, yeah. Um, And their commentary was was even trying to say, like, ah, people want these guys to be singles wrestlers now. I'm just like, way to just bury the tag team, because, like, the tag team division at this point is just like main eventers teaming up now. Yeah, and then the one tag team they have. And no wonder FTR stayed in AEW. Well, I think they stayed because they realized that Vincent they, was coming back. That and they they realized that they probably wouldn't be anywhere because they're looking at what the Good Brothers are doing. They went back to WWE and their stock has plummeted immediately. Cash and checks, though, brother. Cash and checks, though. Oh, speaking I think of, talking shop might be back, no? Speaking of uh, the Good Brothers, though, have you watched uh, I Think You Should Leave? Yes, but I didn't see the Good Brothers. There's a lot of wrestlers. The episode where they... Uh, I only noticed... Um, oh, sh- suck my dick. Damien Sandow? Damien Sandow, yeah. That was one of the better sketches, too. <laughs> 55 burgers, 55 fries! <laughs> <laughs> I started rewatching it yesterday for the second time. Okay, yeah, because Sandow is the guy who won't pay it for. Yeah, because <laughs> it's six hundred and eighty dollars. <laughs> <laughs> I'm trying to do something. Yeah, he's trying to do scam me out of paying it for, but the girl behind him backs up and she does the same order. You <laughs> mean fifty five burgers, fifty five fries, fifty five tacos, fifty five pies, fifty five cokes, a hundred tater tots, a hundred pizzas, a hundred tenders, a hundred meat meatballs, a hundred coffees. 55 wings, 55 shakes, 55 pancakes, 55 pastas, 55 peppers, 155 taters. <laughs> That'll be $680. <laughs> I love how the person who's ringing it up gets it all, too. There's no mistakes. <laughs> uh, but yeah, that sketch is the best one. But there's also a sketch in the uh, proposal garden. Yeah, because that's where they all go to fight. Where the ground, you made the ground too soft. Yeah. <laughs> so that guy's uh, so fucking awesome too drew gallows is baby duff and uh 
Eric like Eric uh, Rowan is. So I knew uh, Eric Rowan. Drew, Drew Gallows like no Drew uh, McIntyre. Luke yeah, Gallows. Luke Gallows. Yeah, Drew Gallows is fucking straight edge society name. Yeah, but Luke Gallows is uh, Baby Duff, and uh, Toilet Truck is Eric Rowan. So I knew I was Eric Rowan. Yeah. I was, so I love at the end where he's just like, I hate Toilet Truck. I hate Baby <laughs> Duff. I want them to die. I hope someone finds them and kills them. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, we have Damien Sandow, uh, Luke Gallows, and Eric Rowan is, and I think he should leave this season. Oh, I gotta when I get to that, I gotta look for. There's also um, there's um, Joy Janela's got a credit in that episode too, but he's, he guys scene got cut. Oh, uh, that stinks. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> he would have fit in on that. Um, but yeah. Anyway, SmackDown, terrible show. So I watch it, and around hour and a half in, SmackDown Game Boy Triple H comes to the ring. The Game Boy comes to the ring. Yeah, and the the, the, the titular Game Boy. Yeah, and then. Roman Reigns makes his entrance, and then they cut to a commercial. They come back. It's 10 minutes later, so nothing's happened in 10 minutes. And so it's 9.40 now, and they unveil the new belt. Have you seen the new belt? This, this isn't the same one that... No, so, so the one that uh, Rollins has, I like that belt. Okay. The, uh, the new Universal Undisputed uh, title, I should say. It is the same exact belt. It just has a gold leather backing to it black crystals on the wwe logo and it says undisputed champion on it but it's the same belt Undis- so it's just it's the one that the rock has but a little different but no it, it it uh it's the same belt that he already has like the wwe title it just has like a gold leather backing behind the plate and black crystals on the wwe logo it, but it's the same exact belt design. And it says Undisputed instead of World Heavyweight or uh, Universal. Yeah, it's, it's, the, it's this one. Is that one right there, right? Yes. Yeah, it's the same. It's pretty much the same fucking thing as the, as the original one. No, because the original one had Champion written out at the bottom in big letters. You know, this one just says, it says, yeah, so it's the same thing, but it says Undisputed. It, but it didn't have the, the gold leather backing behind the, the logo either. Fine, it's a combination between the other one and the fucking UK one. The UK one was all gold. This is, this is just, a, in my opinion, it's the worst version of that belt. Yeah, it's stupid. The best version was obviously uh, the Daniel Bryan hemp belt. Yeah, <laughs> I agree. So it goes that one, the black one, the WWE black one, uh, the red universal, the blue universal, and now the undisputed. Does this one have real snaps on it? No. No Velcro? Velcro. I'm not a Velcro guy. I'm not a Velcro on a real title guy either. It's slapdash. Yeah, it's fucking bullshit. I have a, uh, a Figs Inc. Like, fake U.S. belt, and I have the real U.S. belt, my real one. I made the straps, my, the strap myself so it has snaps. Uh, the fake one, Velcro, 40 bucks. So there you go. That's what your Velcro belt is. Yeah. If Double J had to put the Intercontinental title on backwards and then turn it around. Why can't people do that? Why can't people figure that out? Hogan did it at WrestleMania 5. That guy's racist and dumb. Yeah. He's so fucking racist, but he still figured out how to put the belt on. He knew how to put the belt on, right? Yeah. And he's racist. He's very racist, to a point. Old racist Terry. 
But yeah, I watched I watched SmackDown last week, and I'm like, you know what? This stinks. I'm not going to watch it anymore. And then I found out that Vince is like calling in changes to the shows. So I'm just like, yeah, seems that way. Yeah, it's WWE. It stinks. But uh, to your point, the bloodline running its course. Yeah, that story is dead to me. I know a lot of people still want to make it a thing, but. But you got to get the conclusion of it. We're getting there, though, because basically at this point, every beat is just someone turns on someone else and then uh, Jey Uso looks on in disbelief. Happened with Sammy, and it happened this week with, uh, or happened at the pay-per-view with Roman, Jimmy hitting Roman. It happened this week at SmackDown with Roman hitting Jimmy. Who's going to beat Roman? Uh... Paul Heyman. It wouldn't shock me if they did something like. I'm not going to say The Rock, but if they brought someone like Austin or Hogan in. Austin or Hogan. Yeah, it wouldn't shock me. I'd be shocked if they brought Hogan in. It, I, it, I feel like that'd be a Vince thing. <laughs> the day before he passes Hogan, Hogan comes back and beats him for it. <laughs> you know, something shitty like that. I don't see them pull, bringing up a, uh, an underneath guy to beat him. Why don't they just bring back Bob Backlund at that point? Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like, who who could they bring back to beat Roman? They can't do it with Lesnar. He doesn't get any more title shots. Like, Taker. Why can't it just be Cody or Sammy? baby because it could be cody next year but he's wrestling uh brock at SummerSlam, so it won't be then but it could be cody at next year's mania who faces him at SummerSlam? is it him and solo versus the usos probably uh they might have la knight win the money in the bank is he over now and they're not jobbing him out? He's over. He beat uh, Montez Ford to qualify for it. I'm surprised they, they went that route. I would have figured they were going to job him out to uh, Montez. That's why he's there. He has his, he's the new Austin? Nah. He's, like a, he's not Austin. He's Austin's friend. <laughs> he's, um, he's Hollywood Blonde's Austin. I know what you're talking about, but I'm just, yeah, he's Hollywood. That's exactly who he is. Yeah, yeah. I was trying to think. Was he ECW Austin? No, he's not that intense. No, <coughs> he's not Jesus Christ superstar. I'm trying to think of someone else they could bring back. He's not a SmackDown Game Boy. Randy Orton maybe is the only one that I could think of. Why has it got to be Randy Orton? Why has it got to be someone coming back? Because I don't think they, they want to build up anybody right now. They don't want to build up anybody? Like, I think they want to build people up, but not to beat Roman. That's what I mean. Like, they'll build up people to be, like, U.S. champion. But I definitely think there's a, uh, a well, ceiling when it when comes Roman to When Roman has no one left. He already has no one left. He's already made, he's, he's lapped Sammy twice. He's lapped KO twice. But what if Sammy or Cody win Money in the Bank? I don't think Cody's in Money in the Bank. But Sammy is, baby. I don't think he'll win it. 
Why not? Because it would make too much sense and it'd be good. Who do they... Are they going to defend the tag titles? Keep in mind, last year's Money in the Bank winner cashed in for the U.S. title and lost. What was it? Who who in the what now? Austin Theory. And then he won the U.S. title afterwards. Then he beat John Cena at WrestleMania. Big match John. Probably the dumbest... The dumbest Money in the Bank cash-in attempt was the U.S. the failed U.S. title cash-in. They've had too many failed cash-ins in the last yeah. ten years. The belt, I mean, the Money in the Bank has pretty much lost all its yeah, its luster to me anyway. Well, let's we're gonna go back to Baron Corbin, and you're gonna help me get all the way to Baron from Baron Corbin. I'm gonna. Like, what, what remember when you'd win one in the banks like all right this person's going to be champion and like the anticipation would would be part of the show and not like all right how are they going to make this fucking stupid i'm uh i'm pulling these up so give me a second here how long ago was uh damian sandow that's what i'm looking up right now you used to be able to just pull the shit off the top of your head not for modern w like up until probably like 2004 maybe like i could probably talk about anything but like most of the money in the bank shit like i can't really do anymore i just need to find like an actual list okay okay i'm trying to find the first failed money in the bank cash in all right so i've got the first failed money in the bank cash in it's not damien it's not a well, Damian Sandow didn't go to cash his it's in. It's not Baron Corbin. It is actually John Cena. Okay. But that was in the early-ish days, right? No, that was 2012. 2012. Yeah. And who did he try to cash it in on? Big Show. And he didn't? And he failed. Okay. Um, That's funny, though. He's Cena. He's invincible. And then the next year, Damian Sandow failed to cash in against John Cena. So he lost his cash-in? So two years in a row, failed cash-in. Yep. It wasn't until Randy Orton cashed in on Daniel, uh, Daniel Bryan at SummerSlam after he beat John the Cena. What, the time that they really shouldn't have done it? The, the time that pushed forward a new storyline that was very exciting. Yeah, people were happy for four fucking seconds. People were happy for four seconds, and then they screwed Daniel, Daniel Bryan over. And now, now they have a ready-made storyline for the next few months. But what did they do? No, they just job out Daniel Bryan, and they made him join the Wyatt family afterwards. That was one of the worst. Well, so three terrible ones in a row. Oh, we'll count the Cena one as terrible, but it's funny now in retrospect. Um, I like the, the Orton one because it pushed forward a good storyline. The next one, Seth Rollins cashed in at WrestleMania. Okay, that was a great one. Yeah, that was a good one. The next one. <laughs> Successful, Sheamus cashes in on Roman Reigns at Survivor Series after Roman wins the, the vacant title. I'm saying I liked that one. Yeah. I, it was funny because, A, it was Sheamus, and like everyone hated Roman Reigns, and just wrestling was so bad. Wrestling was so bad at this point, yeah. It was just so bad. But that was a, that was that was a I'd say I wouldn't say that one was a bad one. Next, the best in the modern times. Dean Ambrose wins it at Money in the Bank, cashes in on the same night. Seth Rollins is WWE champion. Roman Reigns beats him for the title. 
Oh, no, Roman Reigns is champion. Seth Rollins beats him for the title, and then Dean Ambrose cashes in on Seth uh, Rollins, and he becomes champion. So all three members of the Shield were champion on the same night. That did happen. So that was the last good one. Next, 2017, Baron Corbin failed cash-in against Jinder Mahal. Woof, you could spell the stink for miles. Yeah. Next one, Braun Strowman, 2018, failed cash-in against Roman Reigns at Hell in the Cell. I don't even remember the cash in. Yeah, it was that bad. Yeah. Um, keep in mind, this is when Money uh, Hell in the Cell was the do- well, it was a dog shit pay per view. Uh, Twenty nineteen, Brock Lesnar. Oof. Cashes oh, that was that was Boombox Brock. Yeah, catches in against Seth Rollins at Extreme Rules. Well, he shouldn't have been in that match, but whatever. Um, that's a kind. Of, I'm kind of into the bad one. The next one was the first time. In, yeah, I'm kind of is a good one. Boombox was funny. First time in 13 years, the person who won Money in the Bank lost it to somebody else. Otis yeah. loses it to The Miz. Yeah. <laughs> the Miz successfully catches in on Drew McIntyre. In uh, a very forgetful one, a for- forgettable one, Big E cashes in on Bobby Lashley. That was in Boston. Um. It wasn't. I take that back. Is now that wasn't forgettable. That was awesome. I thought that was just a regular title match. I didn't realize it was a Money in the Bank cash in. Yeah. I thought that was a, a real match. So I take that one back. I was wrong about that one. Yeah, Biggie one was really good. Yeah, and it was over, and people were ready for it. Yes, the rain kind of. I, I forgot that that was Money in the Bank. I the rain kind of stunk, but I thought he just cashed. He also broke his fucking neck. Theory failed cash in against Seth Rollins for the U.S. title. There's more fails than there is successful in the last. 11 so, years. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven. It's the last 11 years. Seven successes. One, two, three, four, five, six failures. So, I mean, it has to be 13 years at that point. So, seven and six? Yeah, that was thir- count- counting this year. So, I went back 12 years, but there were 13 instances. One of them, it was tw- it was twelve instances, but one of them was losing it to somebody else. So if you want to get technical, it was uh, seven and uh, five, seven wins, five failures. Why can't you just have the person who's gonna who's gonna like, win the title and have it be fun? Why you gotta ruin it? Well, I think do they overbook Money in the Bank? I think that's yeah. I think they overthink it and then they. Uh, they get cold feet on whoever they have win it, like Otis. I mean, I, I, I guess that one was justified. Um, I, I gotta see. Has, has any woman failed? Every woman has successfully cashed in money in the bank, it looks like. Yeah, there's been no women failures. Every woman who's won money in the bank has successfully cashed it in. Well, that's good for them. Except for te- te- technically Asuka, but she was handed the title because Becky was going to be a mom. Yeah, isn't uh, someone else? Didn't Alexa Bliss get knocked up too? Alexa Bliss is knocked up. Carmella's knocked up. And Bianca just lost the belt, so maybe she's going to go get knocked up too. Yeah. That's what everyone's saying. Yeah. I don't no, it would have been real cool. Babies. If Bianca caught the mist in her mouth and then spit it back at Asuka. She's not Rosemary. Do, do real life 
House Hardy stuff. Yeah, but you can't do that without editing. Says who? Me. <laughs> uh, plus, it would have been very unsanitary. It would have been gross. Yeah. Um, speaking of Rosemary, though, she is no longer Rosemary. She's going by a different name. She doesn't have face paint anymore. She just looks hot now. She's Mary? No. <laughs> I forget her name. It's Rose? Something. It's it's not Rose or Mary. Or Rosemary. Um, Paprika? Have, uh, have you been keeping up with sports ball at all? Yeah. Sort of. What sports ball are we talking about here? The, the old pigskin? Uh, not the, really. The old not. leather pumpkin? The old leather pumpkin. <laughs> Um, not really. Uh, well, the pumpkins basketball. Um, heat tied it up the other night. I saw that the heat tied it up. Yeah, I've been paying Fuck. attention to that. Fuck the heat. I like the heat. Fuck the heat. Eight seed in the finals. I like that. What a what a joke. I don't like my. I don't like Florida at all. I don't like Florida. Trash state. Don't care for Florida. Um, but for football news, good. Good reports coming out of the Patriots camp, they're saying. Things are looking good. Sure they are. <laughs> uh, I guess Mac Jones went like 11 for 11, and then uh, Bailey Zappi went 9 for 11 with uh, first-team drills, and they said Tyquan Thornton's looking good. Uh, Juju Smith-Schuster's looking good. I don't know. This team, this team could be decent. Oh, God. What are you doing to yourself? I know. What the fuck are you for, doing? I'm a, I'm a Boston sports fan. Fuck the Bruins, but the Patriots are going to do it this year? <laughs> the Patriots aren't going to do it this year. What are they, they're going to win eight games. Eight. I think they could win anywhere between four and 11 games. <laughs> they could win between zero and 17 games. Technically, yes, but I think if we're being realistic, based on their schedule, I think that's their biggest hurdle right now. Do they have the schedule out? They have the teams they're playing. Okay, then let's fucking do it. First win. They have, they have the fourth hardest schedule in the league. It's preseason. Okay, Patriots schedule. We're gonna we're gonna win loss. Early. Right, your, er, the earliest win loss you can do. We did this last year, and we were pretty spot on. I remember. I, mean, I think I I was pretty close. Um, I think you said seven and ten, and I said nine and eight, and we were both off by a game. Yeah, but I price is right one. <laughs> Okay, fine. <laughs> okay. The pessimism play pays off. So, regular season. Eagles Eagles at Patriots. Yeah, Eagles are Patriots. That one. Eagles fall. Eagles take a few steps back this year. You think so? Yeah, I do. Uh, Dolphins at Patriots. Dolphins Patriots. at Patriots. Uh, I'm going to go Patriots here, too. Yeah. Maybe, too. Patriots at Jets. I'm going to say Jets. Me too. Patriots or Cowboys? I'm going to go Patriots. I'm going to say Cowboys. Uh, Saints at Patriots? Tough one. No, it's not. They get Derek Carr and uh, Michael... Uh, Who gives a fuck? Michael... Uh, what's his face there? Buble? Um No, they get, I'm going Patriots. Yeah, because the Saints are going to be fucking awful. No, they're not. They're going to they're gonna win that division. They're going to be awful. So I got... So what do I what do I have? I have three and three. Patriots at Raiders. 
I'm gonna I'm gonna say the West Coast Patriots win. Raiders. Yeah, me too. Uh, Bills at Patriots. Bills at Patriots. Yeah. It's gonna be in October. Yeah, I'm gonna say Bills. Say Patriots at Dolphins. Dolphins. Yeah, I say Dolphins. Commanders at Patriots. 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 Colts at Patriots. 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 Patriots at Giants. Patriots. Giants. Chargers at Patriots. Patriots. Chargers. Chargers have never beaten them. Yeah. With, uh, Herbert. They will. No, they won't. Patriots at Steelers. Patriots. Steelers. Chiefs at Patriots. Chiefs. Chiefs. Patriots at Broncos. Patriots. Broncos. Patriots at Bills. I can't believe you just said the Broncos are going to beat the Patriots. Yeah, I did. Ugh, not a chance. You don't think fucking, uh, oh my God. Russell uh, Wilson? Yeah, and fucking, if I say almost say Sean McVay one more fucking time, uh, fucking coach of the Broncos. Sean Payton? Sean Payton, thank you. <laughs> Sean Payton and, the, and Russell Wilson can and will beat the Patriots. Nope. And uh, Bills, Patriots at Bills, Bills. It's going to be a weather game. Patriots are winning it. Jets at Patriots. Patriots. Jets. So I think. I mean, maybe if the Jets are resting Rodgers for the playoffs. So I think I just went 11 and 6 there, and you went, I think, 7 and 9. 1, 2, 3, 4, 5. No, I went 5 and 13. Yeah, that's, they're not going to be that bad. And I think you you have them losing some some games that they're going to win pretty handedly. I think I haven't losing the last seven games of the season. I don't think that's going to happen. Yeah, they might knock off the Bills of the Jets if they're arresting people. Bills, if it's a weather game, so I'm picking them. Um, Jets, I think they're splitting. Rodgers will get them a win. Um, I think they're splitting with Miami. I think they're splitting division. I think they're going three and three in the division. Okay. I know. It's, and it's going to be the best division in football, like from a team standpoint. So that's why I think their hurdles are their their uh, their schedule, their division. I think those are their playoff hurdles right now. But a lot of people, uh, I think Sports Illustrator, someone picked them to win the AFC East, which I don't think is going to happen. That's pretty stupid. I think if they get Devontae Adams somehow, then they have a shot at it. Speaking of the toughest division in a sport, Red Sox are fucking awful again. Yeah. They're hovering at 500. What are they, like 30 and 31, something like that? 30 and 30 even. 30 and 30, okay. They're in last place in the division, and they're 500, which is pretty fucking crazy, actually. Um, They they just had a tough stand against uh, the Rays. They split a doubleheader with them. They had a tough stand against the Reds, too. Yeah. That's bad. Yeah. You should be, you should be gobbling up the Reds. Yep. Agreed with you. Um. But that just shows you how, how discombobulated this team is. Like, when you get good pitching, you don't get good hitting. When you get good hitting, you don't get good pitching. Get the Pirates at 32 and 27. Good for them. Yeah. I mean, they'll fall off. They do every year. The Pirates? Yeah. Well, they don't usually start anywhere near the top, so. Well, they always fucking eventually... Even out or bottom out, I should say. That's the thing. They're the, not going to be as bad as the A's. You probably no. The Rays might be. The, what are the Rays right now? No, the Rays. The A's. The A's. The A's are, they're twelve and fifty. Yeah, this so they the, won two games for the past two weeks that we've talked about this. They're two and eight in their last ten. They're 
They're the, going to be the worst team in baseball history. They're certainly on pace for it, yeah. Wait, there's 62 games. What's that? 162 divided by 62. Here we go. We're going to do some fucking math. So they're going to win... Hold on. 36 games. Not, no, uh, 38. 2.6 times 12. They're on pace to win 32 fucking games. 32, wow. That's fucking That's crazy. <laughs> I overestimated them. 32 games out of 162. Uh, unbelievable. We should figure out how to do relegation. Royals aren't that much better either. What are the Royals, 20? 18 and 42. 18, okay, yeah. They got their one World Series and they pieced out. They, sh- they could have got two. I mean, they got to two. They went to two in a row. Yeah. But yeah, I mean, that was crazy. They, they got, got their there. one and then they're like, we're not resigning anybody. <laughs> we're good. Thank you. Yeah, we got, our, we got ours. We're... Yeah, Oakland's being relegated to Vegas. No, I just mean like, might as well have a triple A team in the majors if that's what they if that's what Oakland wants to do. You know what I mean? Just have them play. Minor they do. Teams. We looked at the roster last week. They're Bunch fucking bad. Yeah. Oh my god, it's nobody's. Like I feel like I've been, I've been kind of too busy for baseball this year. Same. But I know a lot about like fringe players, and I didn't know a lot of these fucking guys. You certainly know more about it than I do. Do I do I dare look at the roster? <laughs> For who? For the A's. We already did it. Uh, I need to go back. You know, you know, Estuary Ruiz. JP Sears. And Robux. Jace Peterson. Pace Jeterson. Austin Pruitt and his pictures holding the bat. He's a pitcher. Yeah. Tough sledding. Yeah. Tough sledding, rough go. I don't have much to say about uh, the MLB this year. I haven't been watching much of it. I don't have regional sports networks, so. Yeah, you know, should you? Yeah. Steal everything. I uh no, if I'm in my car, I'll listen to it. Do you have T-Mobile? No. T-Mobile gives me the MLB package every year. Nice. I have it logged in this year. I just gave it to people. Nice. No, I uh I could log in on my laptop to uh my neighbor's Wi-Fi and watch it on their cable, but I just don't do it. Gotta start doing it though. You should. I'm getting rid of uh, YouTube TV. As you should. Yeah. I'll be 73 bucks a month saved. We could all use $73 a month. Yeah. I can tell you who definitely can, me. Me too. Uh, Movement. I bought my, uh, I forgot to get the whammy parts stuff until last night. <laughs> so, so I you, finally bought them. You got the part you needed? Yeah. Oh yeah. It was the same exact part. So I was like, oh great. What was it? Three bucks? Six, Six bucks, bucks for the pad and then two bucks for the screw. No, fifty cents for the screw, so it was six fifty. But with shipping, it came to ten even. So I was like, yeah. better than the twenty bucks you were going to spend. I think I was going to spend thirty five on a whole new. There you go. Uh, nut. So yeah, whammyparts.com. dot coming yeah. in for the win. 
They had a really good selection too. It wasn't just. It was a stuff. lot of shit, right? The Fender stuff, uh, Floyd stuff. Like, oh, they had a, a very wide selection. So, and they already shipped it. So, yeah, I remember being pleased with. They also like if I because I was looking for parts for a Bendmaster. I didn't know what it was. So like I was asking them, and they were helpful. I mean, they had no fucking clue what I needed, but they were very responsive. If you're listening to this, and you play a guitar. Hell yeah! Hell yeah! I joined a lot of uh west paul groups this past week too yeah i think the uh my last guitar thing is gonna be a gibson west paul so i'm pretty much done with guitars yeah it's i'm never gonna get a west paul well just sell your other les pauls and get a different les paul no <laughs> sell the two crappy ones and get a good one they're not crappy well they're crappy but the epiphone isn't crappy at all no but do you need it if you have a gibson i don't want to get rid of it I would sell. I would sell my BTK, the seven string to the left on the wall. Yeah. Uh, I'd sell the Hondo. I'd sell the Agile, and I sold the Warlock before I sold the Epiphone. I mean, the Agile is probably worth more than the Epiphone is. No. Anyway, no? no. Is that a shit guitar? Yeah. I bought it for two fifty new. That's got a Floyd on it though, right? Yep. Which one did you put the uh, the um, Invader in? The uh, Explore, the Honda. Ah, uh, yes, yes, yes. I think it is, I'm thinking of switching it out and putting it on the the uh, Warlock, though. Warlock's a classic Invader guitar. I don't know. I kind of like how the uh, Crunchy Pat fits with it, though. It sounds really good with the Crunchy Pat. I gotta get a Super Distortion P90. Been meaning to get that and just make that fucking LPJ scream for a little while for. Uh, for a short time i think you'd like that pickup i think i would too they're not for me i would prefer a jb but do they make jb p90s yeah definitely definitely it's duncan it's their main pickup well i gotta look but i i think the super distortion's fine it's just like a the super distortion probably has like more lower and mid range than the JB and JB is probably a little more mid and high range. Seymour Duncan. Seymour. Seymour Butts. Seymour, your friend Bart is here. Seymour, would you like to tell you what it's 730? They have P rails. I don't think they make JBs in a not a P90. P90. Wow. I didn't think I didn't think they did until you said that. So I would have figured they they would have had to. I mean, like the P90s have been pretty gaining popularity in recent years. Uh, I'm not a big the biggest fan, but they've been no, they do more. And more. Yo, here we go. They got the they got the um, the nickel one. They have a black one. I don't know. Oh no, that's not even a yeah. They never mind. That's not a JB. Yeah, they don't have the fat cats. What the fuck's a fat cat? A big old chonker, an absolute unit. <laughs> oh load, he's coming. <laughs> Here come Dat Boy. Uh, I'm gonna look this up too. Let's see. Yeah. They get a, oh, they got a P-Rails P90. 
that's what it is. So yeah, it's not like a P90 per se. It's a, uh, it's a P rails. Yeah. They got dog ear. And then, no, uh, yeah. So I don't think they make the JB in particular. They do make P90 sized pickups. So yeah, if you, if you wanted a super distortion P90, then go that route. Yeah, I think that's the most, uh, I think that's the most uh, aggressive P90 pickup I can get. Again, not for me, but I understand why other people like them. It's different. I just don't, I don't play well enough to have clarity. You're not clarity and clear with your playing? <laughs> no. I need, I need as much distortion as possible. See, uh, I was, it's weird. I was listening to a bunch of albums that like, I think have terrible guitar sounds, but I like the albums themselves anyway. Um, Children of Bodom's Hate Grew Death Roll and Ozzy Osbourne's Osmosis. What about them? I don't think the guitar sounds in those albums are, are very good. They're too distorted and hairy for me. I love the way the guitars sound on Children of Bodom. See, I, I like Children of Bodom. I think Alexi's a really good player, but I just think that it's well, he too, was. It's too hairy and fuzzy for me. You know what I mean? Yeah. Too distorted. But I guess it's, it sort of fits in with that, like, you know, uh, Norwegian, Swedish, Finland. Uh, well, yeah, they, they, the, guitars need to be, metal. the guitars need to be crunchy because the synth needs to be popping. Yeah. No, I understand. But uh, Osmosis, too. You ever listen to that album? Yeah, several times. The guitar sounds are not good on that album. I'll be the judge of that. I'll, listen, I'll give Osmosis a listen on the way home. Or at least Perry, I listened was, I was to it yesterday. At least Perry Mason and See You on the Other Side. Uh, I just want you use another good one. There are no impossible dreams. The lyrics are terrible, but it's, it's a funny yeah, song. Yeah, uh, Zach Wilde hates that album. Much, I just want you. Like, guess what, brother? That's the one that you were on. Uh, he hates the one that came after that because he didn't write it. Dave Grohl helped write it. The one after that was the one with... Uh, um, I Don't Want to Stop was on it. Yeah. Yeah. Like, 03, I think it came out. And Osmosis is what, like 96? Yeah, 95, 96, somewhere in there. But yeah, Osmosis, I think they used uh, JCM 2000s for that, for the head, and it doesn't sound right. It's not heavy. And if they used the modded JCM 800s, they would have sounded just fine. Well, Ozzy doesn't know. Dave Grohl doesn't know what Ozzy's supposed to sound like. Well, that, that's not the album that they... I'm, I'm saying Osmosis was the uh, the one with the weird guitar sounds that I don't like. Good album though, I like it. It's different. Yeah, it's and you, you can you can pick a few songs off it. Yeah, I don't like it as much as like Blizzard of Oz or uh, How Can You? Anything like that. But early Ozzy albums are so much better than the other Ozzy albums. Yeah, but all Ozzy albums have something for everyone. Even No More Tears has a couple bangers. I like No More Tears. No More Tears, Tears, Tears. Ozzy Osbourne discography. <laughs> Going long on this one. Yeah, I know what it'll be. 
Maddie Mattborn discography. <laughs> Mattborn discography. <laughs> Big Josh. Doink. <laughs> 13 studio albums, five live ones. Albums. Blizzard of Oz. Perfect. Diary of a Madman. Diary of a Madman. Also perfect. Mark at the Moon. Mark at the Moon is awesome. The first three Aussie albums are fucking awesome. Yep. Then you start to get a little weird. The Ultimate Sin. I like Ultimate What's Sin. What's on Ultimate Sin? It's the Ultimate Sin. Shot in the Dark is on Ultimate Sin? Okay. Yeah. Shot in the Dark is a great song. It is a great song. I don't know any of the other songs besides The Ultimate Sin. Thank God for the Bomb. No Rest for the Wicked. What the fuck's on that? Miracle Man and Crazy Babies. Miracle Man's a great song, too. Breaking All the Rules. Do I know that song? I don't know. No more, the aforementioned No More Tears. It has my mom coming home and no more tears on it. Yep. Two Aussie classics. What else is on here? Nope. Nothing else there. Osmosis, of course. Perry Mason, see you under the side and I just want you. Oh, three singles. Reception. It was certified platinum in America. Yep. Um, my Jekyll doesn't hide. Wow, <laughs> your lifestyle determine your death style too. You know, it's actually uh, originally supposed to be Jekyll. Jekyll. Yeah, I didn't know that. And then, of course, there's uh, "Down to Earth" is the name of the album that you were talking about. Yeah, I don't like that one. It gets me through. Yeah, that's a bad song. I'm not the Antichrist yeah. or the Iron Man. A lot of uh, pinch harmonics. Yeah. This doesn't. I don't see anything about. Uh, I don't want to stop. I don't see anything on this about uh, Dave Grohl. I think he just helped write it. I don't think he. Yeah, I don't think it doesn't say anything about him helping write. Really? Yeah. Personnel. Yeah, nothing about Dave Grohl. Now, Undercover, that's a, that's a covers album, right? See, that that's a weird thing. Then why was Zach Wilde talking about Dave Grohl writing Aussie songs in like this time period? He's a fucking moron. Okay, this is these are all covers. What's Black Rain? That was uh, Dustin Rhodes' TNA gimmick. Yes, it was. He this tag, one, th- he, time te- he tag teamed with uh, Relic, which is killer spelled backwards. <laughs> this one has um, I don't want to stop on it. Uh, personnel junction. Sputnik music called it quite embarrassing. <laughs> They're right. So let's let's do a little. Dave Grohl and Ozzy Osbourne. Yeah. Get to the bottom of this. Ah, that was a delicious uh, beverage enhanced slurp of soda. 
Ozzy Osbourne on Taylor Hawkins. I wasn't even aware that Dave Grohl had a drummer. <laughs> I didn't even know he was sick. <laughs> <laughs> that was my Norm MacDonald uh, impression of the day. What do you got? What else is going on there? See, if I ever run into Dave Grohl, I'm going to kick his fucking ass because I think he sucks and he wrote this cheese dick song for Ozzy that I have to fucking play on and I'll never forgive him for that. What song? That's what I'm trying to find out. Because I thought it was, I don't want to stop. Let's see. It doesn't say. Dave Grohl can't play <laughs> Mr. Crowley. <laughs> what song did Dave Grohl write for Ozzy? This is gr- I don't care that this is... Uh... The song to Dave Grohl write about Kurt? No. I'm also on that. So, Ozzy doesn't write songs anymore. He's too fried. Uh, Ozzy rejected the song uh, Stacked Actors. Stacked Actors? Yeah, and so Foo Fighters made it one of their songs. Stacked Actors? Okay. Yeah. You better be the real version. Sounds like Death from Above 1979 right now. Yeah. Can we play a song? That's not this. We played Nitro Party song now. Yeah, this is a Nitro Party song called Stacked Actors. God damn it. <laughs> what do you want to play? Pick something. I don't know. I don't yeah. Care. Man called Sting. Okay. Ladies and gentlemen, the following track is scheduled for six minutes. It is your main event here on this Nitro Party album. Yeah, he does. 
If you do, you're gonna have to pay to 